which is right. on. I'm gonna go live on Facebook. Yes. Cola. It should be on soon. Okay. Let me there's know. Like a there's like a lag, right? I'm looking. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, we on. I see it. You see it? Let me see. Yeah, we're going gonna, gonna to expand it. Right. I'm looking. I expanded it. You on Love is a Group Journey? Yeah, Love is a Group Journey. I expanded it. I just got to share it. I see it. You see it? Yeah, we're going to expand it. I'm looking. I expanded it. You on Love is a Group Journey? Yeah, Love is a Group Journey. I expanded it. I just got to share it. Now we're going to broadcast. We're in. I'm expanding it. I'm looking. I expanded it. Yeah, I just deleted it. And just turned it on. Share it to the pub to the page. Yeah, you know, hi everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. Hello. Oh, I see we have some participants already, so that's good. Joe's early today. Okay, Joe. Oh wow. Joe and hey Jack. Joe. So it's good that we have some people showing up. I know we're gonna give everybody the five minutes to actually get to attend. I know with everything going on, you know, a discussion is definitely needed, but we definitely want to discuss. Joe, we get right with you. We see your hand raised. Jessica said the link isn't working for her. Aziz, could you put it on the on the Facebook feed? Yeah, I'm getting feed? ready to put it on the feed right now. All right, Jessica, we're going to put it on the Facebook feed. Oh, what happened? There I go. She might have went to one of her old feeds. We're official now. We got the accountable love feed. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and got official. Could you still see me? Because I, I lost it. Yeah, I could see you. Everything's good. I mean, we get it two more, two more minutes. You know, today should be a good discussion about how to come together when you don't agree and how to have discussions and have arguments in a productive manner. But the um I gotta log back in at least. All right. Oh, there I go. The Zoom link is in the feed for anybody who wants to come on. After the five minutes we'll add you, Joe. We can start. We can get started. First off, I'm gonna, you know, do my little blurb, and we go. We're gonna kick it off. Yeah, we kick it off. Okay, okay, Darrell, we see you. Hi, Darrell. We see you. Amelie commented. Sorry, guys, can't be with you tonight. I'm on a virtual graduation. Oh, 
Oh. Congratulations, Jean Lee. Yeah, we'll see you next Monday. But you could catch the, the, the recording. It'll be on Facebook. Um, but you'll be missed. And congratulations again. Yeah, definitely missed. Okay, Drastic, we see you. Life's good. Life's good. Let everybody see each other's responses. Okay, we got one more minute. Then we're going to kick it off. Give everybody time to get where they need to go. I just got Jess. The link's not working. Oh, Jessic, thank you for sharing it. Everyone, when you get a chance, share the link. Yeah. Well, share the, um, the live feed. I have to do the same, right? Yeah, me too. We got three shares already. Thank you, guys. Oh, she says not working again. Oh, Jessica, I didn't get that. Yeah, she says, can we resend it to her again? Okay. So once Jerry's sending that. Yeah, you was able to send it to her? No, I don't have it. It's right there on the link. Send it to her, like, personally? Yeah. No. You want us to send it to you personally? Let's see. Yeah, you was able to send it to her? I'm, I'm working on it now. It's right there. Okay, we can get it started. Um... Let's just start discussing what we was going to discuss. Okay. Okay, you did it. I see. Okay. When we hear the word argue, most of us hear unnecessary dislike, a waste of energy. Yet, if you are a love snob and build, if you are a love snob and build healthy and equal relationships, you hear resolve, resolution, I mean. Arguing is conflict. And conflict is a necessity to building healthy and equal relationships. It's all about two or more people building a path that each person believes in walking. It's a collection of ideas coming together to find one idea. Is, is, is that your destination when you argue? Are you arguing fairly? So that's the question. Are y'all arguing fairly? Yeah, so when you think of arguing fairly, what's the first thing that comes to mind? We start adding people. We start adding people to the panelists so they can give their two cents. Yeah, I got all of y'all.
Good evening, everybody. Good hey, evening. What's going on? How y'all? Good evening. How everybody doing? Hello, everyone. Hi. Hey, Drastic. Hey, Drastic. Hey, Darrell. It's good. I just got finished working out, so I'm eating my meal, so I'm sorry. I'm eating no worries. Yeah, all grubber, and Jerry gonna have a problem with that, brother. You got access <laughs> to the gym now? Darrell, you got access to the gym? No, I ran like uh, four or five miles a day. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, Drastic, put on your um, your video. All right. Yeah. If you don't mind. The gym opened down here now. If you don't mind me saying the, the correct pronunciation for Amali, it's it's Amali. You guys um, call her out. Oh, every... it's Amali. Uh, yes, she's an ex co worker of um, Drastic and I. Oh, okay. Amali. We call her Amali. Amali. I worked with her on like two, two different That's jobs, actually. Cool. Yeah, Amali. Oh, wow, cool. Amali, okay. Okay, now we have it. What up, Juice? How you doing? Miss Shamir. Hey, Juice. How are you? But yeah, we started off with that question and we want y'all to respond to it. You know, everybody. Yeah, when you think of fighting fair, what comes to mind? Well, Uh, sorry, not fighting. Sorry, arguing, arguing. (laughs) Yeah, what comes to my mind is is not uh, throwing low blows, you know, name calling and stuff like that. And also not deviating from the subject that's being discussed. Okay. All right. Joe? (laughs) um i just i'm i argue my wife uh, i hate it but um i need to start learning ways on how to take a grip of it she needs to start learning new ways so that we can have a, a better time than we have we always have good times but we need um discussions like this i need i need a way to call you know so you know, I can learn a bit more about myself, learn a little bit more about my wife. You know, particularly get it together. Um, definition of a pull-up is making a person aware of their negative behavior and at the same time reinforcing yourself. And I need to reinforce myself. Okay. All right. Um, so I think arguing fairly is first thing that comes to my mind is conflict, but it doesn't have to be bad conflict. You know, um, two people butting heads, but at the end of the day, you're trying to get to that common goal, that common understanding so y'all can move forward. Kind of like what Drastic said, you're not uh, throwing no low jabs, you're not throwing no low blows. Like no one is is disrespecting the other person, but there's just two differences of opinion and they're trying to come to the same opinion so they can move forward. Definitely. I mean, all of that, all of that will constitute as, you know, arguing in a fair manner, but you know, you have to, I think the first ingredient is, ingredient is understanding that there's a destination involved. Both people yeah, have to agree on the destination they're trying to go, what they're trying to accomplish. So before the argument gets heated or hot and intense and passionate, somebody has to slow it down and say, listen, where are we trying to go? What are we trying to accomplish here? Because, you know, we all know we all been there, you know, and we go there now. So, you know, just because we love snobs don't mean it don't happen, but mm-hmm. passion takes control and ego gets involved and those things occur. But the main thing is, what's your destination? Where are you trying to go? Next thing is, who's the person in front of you? Mm. you actually respect the person in front of you. Do you have positive, are you, uh, do you have a positive belief of the person in front of you? 
Because as we talk about with emotions, emotions stem from your beliefs. Also, the person you're arguing and respect, it stems from your beliefs. So you have a back and forth with somebody. And if you don't really truly believe in who they are as individuals, or that you can get something accomplished with that person, then it's gonna, you're gonna have a harder time having a back and forth with them. Because what's in your head is more important than what's actually happening. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's important to have that all established. And obviously it's the, the regular things like listening, staying, like Drastic said, staying on, on, on topic. But the only way you truly can stay on topic is if, if you have that destination. And people, and like Joe said, you really gotta take account of your wrong. So within the arguments, you have to open your ears. And if you're, you know, if you're wrong about something, say, yeah, I was wrong about that aspect. Doesn't mean that it's the overall destination or the overall debate. But when you wrong in an instance, you got to make sure that, you know, you correct that at all times. Well, yeah, I agree with um, everything as you said, but also to add to that, arguing fairly is not getting caught up in being validated within the argument. I think that's where a lot of us go wrong, especially when we're arguing with someone that we say that we respect and we want to look a certain way in their eyes and maybe we have not been pulling our weight and there may be some little bit, a little bit of insecurity there. But when you're arguing with somebody just to feel validated or to just be right, that's also not fighting fairly. It may, it may not be disrespectful. It may not, you may not be saying things that you never said before, but deep down inside, if you have these underlying issues with the other person and you're always looking to be right or be validated, that can also be a recipe for disaster as well. Yeah, but I got a question for you though, Jerry. Like what like yeah. what do you what do you say when you're dealing with a like what if the argument is about being validated? You know what I'm saying? Like a person feels like they're not being validated, like you know what I mean? Like how do you address there's that? There's one but there's one there's one thing to argue with somebody or have a disagreement with somebody to get your just due and say, you know what, I'm I'm right about X, Y, and Z or acknowledge that I'm right in this area. There's a whole other layer or level of needing about feeling validated or needing to be validated and because you're trying to prove a whole different point. So it's a, one is selfish and the other one is, is one is for the, for, the, for the greater good of both of you guys and the other one is just for yourself so that you can feel or you can hear what you need to hear at that moment. So there's a difference. There's a fine line there, but there's also a difference. Do you know the difference? when you could just when when you need someone to be humble and say you know what you were right in the situation and then there's another another person or the same the very the very same person says they're looking for you to show them that they're right every step of the way because they're insecure in that area do you do you know what the differences are it's sometimes it's hard to know that difference though because as we as we sit here and have these discussions it's clear to see that we're articulate you know what i'm saying we address i we, we address um what we're trying to say head on. But the reality is everybody's not like that. You know what I'm saying? You deal with a lot of passive aggressive people, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that won't, that'll beat around the bush and won't actually say what they're trying to say. And you got to try to read in between the lines and stuff like that. So sometimes it's difficult to, to, to know what the difference is, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. they might be saying that they are arguing about one thing, but they're actually just trying to be validated. You know what I mean? Well, it usually comes out in other ways. And if you pay attention, the signs are always there. Like, you know, the person that just needs to get patted on the back and then, you know, the person that's been busting their ass and it's not coming from an insecure place, but wants you to acknowledge that they are who they are within the relationship. 
So if you pay attention, the signs are always there. So what, what you get that, um, that person that just says, okay. Oh, the shutdown person. That's the passive aggressive. It's still passive aggressive. I'll take the blame. You know, I, I, I'd like to know the answer to that in full, if anybody can give me that answer. And then I want to know how y'all do it. Okay. Well, we'll answer one thing. Yeah. I'm saying, you're saying if somebody's like not, not seeing the worth in arguing, having the back and forth with you, but they still on opposite sides or are they truly agreeing with you? No, 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 no. On the totally opposite side, they oh, just don't argue. Oh, they just passive aggressive. I mean, right. then y'all really have to have a, a, a larger discussion about mm -hmm. whether they truly respect who you are, whether they think poorly of you. Because obviously they believe that they can't get anything across when it comes to you. And whether that's a, a valid belief or, or not, they obviously have it. So that needs to be the discussion that needs to be had before the argument even takes place. Yeah. You need to understand where you're at and how you feel in that person's life. Right. So to piggyback off what kind of what Aziz just said uh, for Joe, I've been in a situation like that before in, in my previous, as far as passive aggressiveness. Like, for example, if you if, if, if your significant wants you to wash the dishes, like you haven't been washing the dishes, right? You come home and there's a pile of dishes there. And she says, I guess I'm washing this, you know, for the fifth time this week. Instead of you telling me that you haven't been pulling your weight and, and you haven't washed it, now you got to be passive aggressive and say it like that. So to, so to Aziz's point, my opinion, when you are passive aggressive or when you're dealing with someone passive aggressive, they're bottling something inside themselves. Like, like there, has, there has been things going on over and over and over and over again. And, and instead of them just flat out telling you what's going on, they're beating around the bush. So if someone is just starting to be passive aggressive with you, they've already been mad probably three or four days prior to that. Well, not only that, but if, go, oh, sorry. Oh, but not only that, but when a person said, when a person says, fine, you know, you're right. And nothing was truly resolved. Then that, that, that's an issue in itself. Like, as you said, it's, it's something that you need to re, you need to re, not reevaluate, but you need to revisit. And I think that, I believe that that's, those are the things that should be talked about when two people are getting to know each other, when two people are deciding to become friends, because communication <laughs> style and conflict resolution is big. And if you don't believe that we, you, that we should solve a conflict the way I believe we should solve a conflict, then we're always going to have an issue. So I think that in the beginning, you guys should have that conversation. But to your second question about how Aziz and I do it, as soon as well, it's usually me because I don't, he, he never really shuts down. But the minute I say okay to an, to an issue that hasn't been resolved, then the conversation is over until I'm mature enough to come back and say, right. hey, I was wrong. We need to talk about this. And I initiate it. And that goes for me and anyone else in my other relationships. If I'm talking to someone and they hit me with the okay, and there's still an open-ended issue, then conversation is over until you decide that you want to come back and have a better conversation. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so to piggyback off of what Dre was saying, um, yeah, when we have when we have conflict, we resolve it. We work we work out how, how long however long it's gonna take to resolve it. And if one person shuts down, now there's a difference between I'm not in the position to really have this debate and say, yeah. can we can we have this debate another time and X, Y, and Z where we okay, we pick it up where we left off depending on 
how serious the debate is or the argument is. Or, you know what I mean? Or they shut down just because they're not trying to hear you anymore. Now, my, my rule of thumb is if you take something, I take something. You know what I mean? If you take, if you take my ability to speak, I stop speaking. So don't think the relationship is moving forward. It's on standstill. Because we got to get over this hurdle. We got to get over this hurdle until we, we're, we're not carrying new, we're not carrying old stuff into a new day. So we have, you have to get over this hurdle until we get over this hurdle. The friendship is on standstill. The relationship is on standstill. Yeah. So, so, so basically, are you, are you, sorry, Joe, go ahead. Are you saying that if your 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 partners is coming across with, well, let's not talk about this today. Let's talk about this tomorrow. That's okay. Or that's not okay. It depends on it. it it's the discretion of the two people involved. That's why I said it's it's depending on how serious at that moment it is, and depending on where it's at, depending on time and place, but depending on so many factors, and how important it is to resolve it at to resolve the issue at that particular time. I think also people, people having an understanding of each other. And I, also I, depends on how it's articulated as well. I, I, I happen to find a, a problem with that because okay. what happens if you have a problem today and you say, okay, let's push it off till tomorrow and there's an in-between to it. So here comes a different argument. Mm -hmm. And we forgot about the argument tomorrow until next week, and then that's another argument. I just find that to be a problem. It is a problem. If it's a problem, then you should never let it go to tomorrow. Right. If there's two people involved, granted, I'm saying if the person says, let's do it tomorrow, that becomes the new argument, I guess, because yeah. they're like, no, we need to address it now. But you have to have reason and evidence. Like, you can't bully your way into addressing it now. You have to have a valid reason why it should be addressed at this particular time at this particular moment. So I guess that's my question for you, um, Aziz. So basically, so just want to make sure I'm following you right. Mm -hmm. I'm agreeing with you, but I want to make sure that I'm uh, confirming your point. You're saying, all right, you and I got a disagreement. You So what if you think or say you think that, the, uh, that you know, we need to continue this? And I'm like, no, let's do it another time. You're basically saying there's no rap moving forward until we address the situation? No. Okay, okay. You're not, don't call me, don't talk to me about anything else. We need to address the situation. That's what we paused on. It's just like watching a movie. You pause on that particular part, you go and get dinner, you come back to that particular part. So to they Joe's say, point, so to Joe's point, if you gotta, if, so if, if you're having a dispute with your wife and you feel it's right, like they like, so you feel like you wanna talk, she feels like she don't want to talk. And you say you don't want to dress it for a week. So there's no conversation in your household for a week. You're walking past each other. But that's what it is. According to what happens with you, but according to Aziz's point. You just want to make sure that's validated. Yeah, but wouldn't that be too complicated? Like when you got other factors that come into play, like if you like you married to somebody, y'all got kids, you know what I mean? Like you got an issue that hasn't been addressed yet. And you're like, all right, let's put this issue on, on pause. Like the kids still gotta eat, you know what I mean? Bills still gotta well, be nobody, paid. Yeah, but no, no one's saying that you're neglecting the house. You guys are, you guys are, are, are small talking it, I guess, or doing what, talking about everything outside of 
outside of the relationship until you guys talk about the relationship. So kids will get to soccer practice, meals will get made, but the extra intimate time that you guys probably would have had is not happening. So don't think you're gonna roll over and scratch my leg and we haven't sex when we didn't talk about the issue that we were supposed to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that, that it's possible. It's just that we're not in a good place. So everything, everything intimate with us will be put on pause. Yeah, let's be clear here. We compartmentalize our relationships. So our relationship with our kids is different than our relationship with, our, with our, each other. Yeah. Even if we're in business together, let's say, we're going to still discuss business. We're still going to discuss the kids. We're still, we're not going to discuss us into the next level, into everything now mm -hmm. takes place. So that's the point. Like, we need to resolve this because we don't need anything lingering. One thing about relationships is it's not the internal that destroys, it's the external. And the more things and the more tension and the more um, secrets and all those unsaid, unsaid um, arguments, unspoken words, destroy the relationship. Because now people can, now you have third, fourth parties in your relationship because they can see the tension. They can see everything. So you should be a united front. In Joe's case, when you leave a house, you should be a united front. Okay. So you have to have all the discussions you need to have. So when you leave the house, y'all are real strong because what strains the relationships 90% of the time is the fact that outside forces seize yes. the crack and okay. the crack gets exposed and then it becomes a bigger crack. And before you know it, you have 70 people in that crack. And y'all so far apart, y'all don't even know how to come back together. Absolutely. So I, so I have a question for the panel. Mm -hmm. I've definitely experienced that before. When you have a situation with a, a spouse or your girlfriend, whatever the case may be. I don't know if it's all topic, but I, kind of, I think it goes along because it's conflict. Do you think it's wise? So say you got conflict with your significant. Do you think it's wise to call somebody and tell someone else what's going on in your household. And the reason why I say that, because, you know, some if if you're not talking to your spouse, you're going to want to talk to someone to get it out, to hear another side. But that could be detrimental because you don't want everybody knowing your business. I don't know if anyone's ever been in that situation before. Speak on it. Well, yeah, well, Aziz and I don't believe in that <laughs> because we do believe it takes a village. So. Uh, if we are friends with a group of people or if we're if we have a, a, a friendship with our family members they, they are going to know what's going on within our relationship we don't believe that people around us shouldn't know what's going on because the same way they can help us through a conflict is the same way that they can give us the encouragement or they can help us problem solve as well so it's not always negative when people are in your business so we don't we, we are very transparent and believe that it's okay to talk to other people however you shouldn't be talking to other people about things and not tell the person that you're with. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I think if you are trying to brainstorm and kind of, and, and, and brainstorm on how to articulate a point and you need help with that, then yes. But I shouldn't be telling Jasmine something about Aziz without Aziz knowing, you right. know what I mean? And not tell him and, and, and just, and just use her as to, to basically gossip. Cause if it's not coming back to him, that's essentially what it is and not tell Aziz what's going on. So, I think I, we don't believe that people should not be in your business because when people are in your best interest, they should be in your business so they can make a fair assessment on the couple, the friendship, 
they should know what's going on. So you have to arm them with the information. I, I, I definitely agree. Before y'all add on, let me, let me talk, let me, so Jasmine's basically saying the, the main point is, the main point here is to not put it off just because, you know what I mean? The intention is actually to resolve the issue. And Jessica was saying, sometimes I need, she needs to remove her initial emotions to think logically. Yeah, I understand. So that's why she steps away at times. And I mean, and Shamir is just saying, heck no. Yeah. She doesn't <laughs> Don't do, do that. So I guess she's responding to the fact that. Um, not people in your business. That people right, in the Shamir? business part. But I mean, and, and that's a lot of people. A lot of people, when we, when we talk to a lot of people, like we do this. So we talk to a whole bunch of people all the time. You know what I mean? And through life, that's all I did. I took inventory. Anybody that knows me knows I ask a lot of questions about relationships, things of that nature. But to connect with what Jerry was saying to the overall point I was making, I'm, I'm saying I look at everybody that's in my media circle as an extension of my relationships. Okay. So that's not the cracks I'm talking about. The cracks I'm talking about is the temptations. The cracks I'm talking about is the the girl at work that's getting close. The cracks I'm talking about, you know, is people that can actually identify when you're not in the greatest space and take advantage of that. We're not talking about people who's actually going to try to lift you. So most people I've noticed, they have fairweather friends. So they have friends that they call friends and they tight with that they have fun with. But they don't have friends that they confide. They don't have friends that they trust. They don't have friends that they even trust around their partners. So when we look at those people, we're like, okay, you obviously don't trust the people you have around you. So of course you wouldn't reveal your old, like you wouldn't reveal what's happening in your household. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do it sometimes is because people are very nasty in their household and they're doing a lot of things that their friends probably wouldn't condone. Or their friends probably wouldn't even be friends with them afterwards you know what I mean so they don't reveal certain things in that nature but we do believe it takes a village and we do believe perspective is very important sometimes you need a mediator which is is very important I don't care who you are I don't care how well you believe you articulate that mediator could sometimes be important when you need it and you should always have one or two people that you call that's going to give you sound advice it's going to be impartial mm-hmm. go ahead Joe Probability when it when it comes to adding the opposite sex of your partner into the scenario, you, I, I feel that you're giving them the opportunity to, to 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 move into it. It's not my case, but I've seen it in many many cases. Um, me and Jurassic we're bus drivers, so we bus operators, and um, we we see this every day every day and I just listen to the arguments and listen to the arguments and listen to the difference. And you know what what winds up happening is, you know, you have a, a partner, they got somebody involved. Now that partner got a new partner and it's the person that got involved. And it, that's a scary situation for anybody. It's just yeah. vulnerability just woof or or off the top. Off the top, it's 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 scary, and I mean I don't know, I don't know how you resolve that for a person, 
you know, we're like the barbershop, we're the counselors. And I'm, I'm like, you know, don't put somebody else into it when the situation could be solved within you two go to counseling if you're married or even with a relationship. It's just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. You have some evil people in this world. You got some good people. Mm -hmm. But the evil people, they, they take advantage. Vulnerability is a superpower. It allows you to yeah. know who's going to take advantage. Mm. We're not talking about be like, like be naive. Understand, people are going to tell you who they are. And if you listen long enough, they truly tell you who they are. But you can't go through life nervous and scared. If somebody piques your interest, you want to relax and, and be comfortable with them, get comfortable. Take your sneakers off, relax, listen to them. You know, have them listen to you. But at the same time, you don't overindulge. You know what I mean? You make sure it's an equal relationship. You make sure it's a give and take. You make sure that you hold them accountable for what they signed on for. Once you start now applying your principles, people will fall to the wayside. Like all the quote unquote evil people, they'll hate your guts. I'm gonna be honest with you. They're not gonna like you because they're always gonna feel judged. You know what I mean? So I would say be if you everything that you say you are and you actually supporting people and trying to help people, don't let nobody steal your steal your faith. You know what I mean? Don't never let anybody steal your faith. If you believe in resolution and you believe in having arguments, you argue and you put everything out there. And if you walk away and there's no resolution and you, you walk away saying, I gave my all, then you, you walk away. You know what I mean? But if you, you know that you didn't give your all and you walked away without giving your all, it's always going to linger. I don't care who you are. It's always going to linger. You can say you don't care in the, in the height of your emotion. But once that emotion subsides, now you're walking, now you're looking at the person like, yeah, I didn't really give them a fair chance to defend themselves. A lot of us go into our heads and don't give people choice. We want choice, but don't give people choice. Choice is saying exactly, that's where honesty comes in. Choice is saying exactly what you mean and exactly what you want to get across and letting the other person take that in and respond. And that's where the conflict may start. But at the end of the day, if they are like-minded, the conflict is going to end at some point. And it's going to be better. You're going to be better for it. Yeah, I just wanted so, to talk about one thing that Jerry and Aziz both addressed that I, that I actually like. But I also want to talk about the other side of that coin. You know what I mean? Y'all talked about, both y'all in different ways, talked about having other people involved. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and the multitude of counsel, there's wisdom, you know what I'm saying? Like, people can help you see perspectives that you wouldn't be able to see, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. But I also wanted to say that you got to walk in a level of wisdom, you know what I'm saying, when you're allowing other people to, 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 to give you advice or, or, or know the details. One thing I like that was brilliant that Jerry said is like, yo, if I'm going to talk to Jasmine about what's going on with me and Aziz, Aziz need to know. Not enough people do that, you know what I'm saying? So that is using proper discretion and proper wisdom, you know what I mean? To where it doesn't go left. Because the, the other side of the coin that I wanted to address is that sometimes there's, there's people that's in your corner that, that love you to death, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to give you advice based on that. And it might actually sabotage things even though they got good intentions, you know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful about who you who you confide in and how you confide, you know what I'm saying? And, which, and, 
and, and how those relate, how those discussions take place. You know what I mean? So I like, I like that you said that everybody needs to be involved in that because not enough people do that. You know what I'm saying? They'll go talk to their homegirl, go talk to their homeboy. This is what's going on in my relationship. What do you think I should do? But their spouse is clueless about that conversation going on. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, too, Jessic, when you're around people that are just telling you things that they that they believe that you should hear because they like you so much, like if you're really at a if you're really in a place where you really truly want to do the right thing, that lasts but for so long. You know what I mean? So a lot of times, like there's been times that Aziz and I have gotten to disagreements, and I'm caught in my feelings and feeling some type of way or whatever, and I'll speak to Jasmine about it and she and and she may tell me i'm not like this i guess hypothetical but if she tells me all the things that i want to hear at the moment to not take responsibility i may take it for that second but i do know that if i really truly want to be back in the in the in the, in the place that i really want to be with aziz then i'm going to take responsibility anyways so you know when when someone's really just trying to sugarcoat things or trying to make you feel better, as opposed to somebody who's truly in your best interest, who's gonna push you to do the right thing regardless of how you're feeling. So again, the signs are there as well. Yep. So yes, as much as we around people that know how to stroke our ego, there's if you truly want to do the right thing, you'll see right through that. Usually I know when you're ready to pause, but you went in. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I was cutting you off, but um. You got to listen to key words, drastic. I'm like somebody who's impartial. Key word. Like, make sure you go to somebody that you believe is is impartial. Make sure that you have people around you that that you believe are like minded. That, like, who 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 in their thirties and forties want yes man? Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, you want people, and I'm not saying people who agree with you because you typically know what you're talking about. I'm talking about people that's going to just agree with you right, wrong, and different. Like, you have to know the new the, the definition of loyalty is not ride with you till you die. You know what I mean? It's to keep you alive. And keeping you alive is keeping you accountable. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm going to keep you accountable so the world doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I'm, your, if I'm your friend, I'm your man, I'm going to make sure at all times you are accountable because I want you at your best when you encounter anybody. So you should know yourself. You shouldn't be walking around having this wrong understanding of who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, I'm just so great at this. And so, and I'm like, okay. Like nobody's looking out. Nobody's telling you you are or whether you are or you aren't. It's a bad, it's a bad combination. So, you know, we can go with everybody. A lot of people don't have friends, but we're here talking about healthy and equal relationships. So we're trying to prepare people for having people around them that are healthy and equal. So we're not even factoring in the people who are staying around grimy people. The people that are still waiting for this person to have a, oh, he has a good heart, but he keeps doing mm-hmm. me wrong. We're not, we're not talking to those people. You know what I mean? Those people, they're not ready for help and they're not ready to be in great relationships. We're talking about people that's like, yo, am I ready to really step up and live a beautiful life? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be with people that actually have my back. Be with people who's going to go to war for, war with me. You know what I'm saying? Because they believe that I should be at my best when I leave their presence and vice versa. Like we, we're pouring into each other. We're talking about investing. And arguing is a, I mean, it's a component because we are not going to agree with right. everything. We have to be comfortable and able to 
open our mouths and say, listen, this is a space where we could actually go at it and argue until we resolve something. Hey, um, Z's, you bring up a good point, especially about um, argument. Like, I battled for so long as far as uh, um, not wanting to get into a conflict, not wanting to think arguments are always bad, um, you know, not not trying to, you know, get down to the nitty gritty sometimes, but you make sense. Number one, I like the point you talked about um, living, you know, having a beautiful life, having a beautiful relationship. Um, I also like the point you said as far as, uh, you know, um, if I'm your man or if I'm rocking with you, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you when you're doing something wrong. I'm going to tell you when you're doing something right as well. I'm not going to let you go astray because I wouldn't be who I say I am for you. Like, I'm not a friend to you. If I'm going to let you go do something crazy or talk this way or look a certain way, or you got something up your nose, if I'm your friend, I'm going to tell you that off the rack because we're friends like that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, Definitely. A lot of people, we, we, I mean, I, we, we see it all the time. You know, you know when, you, when you have education and when you're informed about certain things, you see them clearer, clearer. So it becomes a pet peeve. You're just looking at people constantly feed each other negative information, constantly feed each other information about what friendship is, about what loyalty is, about what a good human being is, about what a great partner is and a great, you know, having, having great relationships is. And, all these other things. And then the biggest question is, if you forgiven the world, that means you never had, you, you never left anybody behind. Like everybody's has a past friend or a past relationship or everybody has a past. Like so There's no way in hell you believe that everybody's meant for you. So just because you forgive or just because you go that route or and you as you said you uh you don't want to argue don't make you a better person yeah the person that actually, wants that's to actually engage fair. is the one that's fighting for the relationship mm -hmm. silence don't help the relationship biting your tongue don't help the relationship it destroys the relationship and we're taught you know the person who is quiet and the person who they're mature yeah, they look mature, but when now we're having a discussion, are they responding maturely? Are they able to articulate their points towards progression? Because remember when we started off this whole segment, we was talking about destination. Where are we trying to go when we start this argument? Because we could argue in circles. I mean, for hours. With no destination. But we yeah. need a destination. We need to know where we at. Well, yeah, that's so true. And and Darrell, like that would be an example of of not of arguing unfairly. When a person is silent, that just and, and they're not and they shut down. That's not giving the both of you guys the opportunity to be on the same page. So you're robbing them of their time. You're robbing them of choice because you decided that you didn't want to argue. Because we were also taught that you argue, you're aggressive, and and that's also a bad thing as well. And you don't want to come across as that guy. So, you know, and me too, I've, I've had that issue as well, where I used to shut down all the time because I was called aggressive my whole life. So instead, I, there was a moment, there was a time in my life where I just didn't say anything because I just didn't want to be painted as that person, even though I was fighting for us to be on the same page. I was just fighting for the sake of fighting. And maybe was I rough around the edges? Probably. But <laughs> I still was fighting for us. And I think that, you know, as I was developing, that was robbed from me. Like I was told that that was an issue when all I needed was to be 
to, to be smooth around the edges and maybe a, a little fine tuning here and there, but I was really fighting for us and no one ever really appreciated that about me. So. Right. I was gonna say for me, I mean, like, I, so number one, I'm agreeing with everything you guys are saying. Um, that's me now, I'm just stating that a couple yeah, of years yeah, ago. Yeah, we heard you. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was just, I wanted to give, I wanted to give our viewers an example of, you gave the example. I wanted them to also hear the, the example of a person not arguing fairly. When you think of arguing, you think of, you know, somebody calling you out your name or saying mean things, but that that's, that's the silent killer of the relationship, not saying anything. That's mm -hmm. not being fair either. So I just wanted to use that as an example. Right. We appreciate you too from Facebook. Fantasia, yeah, there's some, there's a lot of comments. She said, um, silence is a healthy relationship. That's, that's a word, brother. So she, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but um, number... also. Go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Oh, my bad. That's me. That's, that's, that's drastic. But yeah, uh, I was going to say, that, that, yo, there's another backside to that, too. Like, if you are, uh, if you silent about something that you actually feel the way about, I can speak from my own personal experience. When I was younger and more immature with my emotions and stuff like that, I would actually bite my tongue and, and not be assertive about certain issues. Eventually, it's coming out. Right. Yeah, of course, ferocious. it comes out in other you know ways. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm exploding. You know what I mean? When mm -hmm. all I really had to do was just speak up early before yeah. I got to that point, you know? Definitely. Definitely. It destroys, it destroys your relationship. It destroys everything you have. And this is about building a relationship. Like, you don't use those years to stay in, a certain, in the same place. So you don't use those years to build something and then burn it down in a day. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And y'all homeless. No, you use the years to actually build something that's unbreakable. It doesn't mean you don't argue all the time. And over the years, the arguments get longer and more intense. But it's, it's, it's the work you put in. It's all about putting in the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So make sure you, we, we are, we, we always discuss. Arguing a manner where you are trying to progress. And I hear a lot of people, you know, they run from name calling, right? But I'm a person that, that I like. I like anybody to, when we in that place, express yourself, how you gonna express yourself? I deal with definitions, you get what I'm saying? So if something I did was stupid, most people that's triggered, they, they're triggered by words. Yeah. <laughs> but what they're saying, I don't believe the person's calling me stupid because the person I'm looking at is somebody that I'm already in a strong relationship with. So I already believe they respect me. I already believe they respect it. So you got going with the belief. We're saying, and I know this is this is controversial for most people because most people aren't in that place where their emotions are heightened. They're not hearing the words. Are you defined by those words? Meaning, are you fitting the definition? You can't change the definition. You can change your behavior not to fit the definition anymore. You get what I'm saying? So if somebody tells me I'm doing something stupid, I'm able to look at them and be like, yeah, that was stupid. Hey, what I was going to say was, I was with you every step of the way. No, I know. I know. I knew how to get you. <laughs> I knew how to get you engaged. I mean, I knew you for a while now. I knew how to get you engaged. I'm like, hold on. I ain't going to beat you anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, so I get what you're saying. I mean, there's a difference. So, there's a difference between, you know, using your example between you doing something stupid as opposed to saying you are stupid. Yeah. You like, there's a difference in the way you compare and contrast your words. 
as long as you're not attacking me, like my name is Darrell Harris. Okay. And I don't want no one else to call me nothing but Darrell, Mr. Harris, whatever the case may be, depending on what environment I am. So if you call me out of my name in a situation, I'm not, you know, that that's not going to sit too well with me. Now, to, you know, so that's what you Give said. Give us an example of calling you out of your name. I mean. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, you, something, something small as that. I mean, what if they, what if they, what if they call you a slut and you've been, you've been running around, sleeping around constantly on them? Does that fit? Mm. You still gonna be mad because you're trying to flip the argument, right? But if it's yeah, you're being I mean, immature, but it fits. I'm not saying just somebody trying to like, like drastic said earlier, somebody fighting unfair, meaning. You're calling me out my name to change the whole way the argument is going and to distract the overall point. We all know those people. Right. Yo, you stupid. And then they're getting loud and you're just looking at them like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not getting us anywhere. Versus somebody truly expressing themselves based on the actions that you've shown and you fit those actions and you fit that word and you are that noun or that adjective and you're you're more upset that they're calling you the adjective than actually thinking that does define your action. That did so define what you did. That did define who you have been. Right. And people are gonna articulate it the way they choose to articulate it. The point is they're trying to get that point across. Right. So true maturity is understanding why the person is saying what they're saying. Is it valid what they're saying? Because if it's not valid, then we all in a different space. But well, yeah. Valid, also, go ahead, Jerry. Well, yeah. It, it's if it's valid, if the shoe fits, wear it. But when you when if you're not comfortable with it, and sometimes you have to take a step back and think, why am I so defensive right now? You know, why am I so defensive that this person labeled me or is calling me X, Y, and Z? I mean, the example I know you you guys probably heard it on our podcast, but um, the time that Aziz called me alcoholic, I like went crazy on him. Like who the hell are you to be calling me alcoholic? I have a drink a night and I, you know, just going in. I mean, all the way in. And we left, I slammed the door. I went about my business. We didn't talk for, I don't know how long. But then I sat, I sat in it and I thought about it. And I'm like, you know, first of all, I'm not really an alcoholic, but why am I so upset right now? Because mm. I was picking up habits that wasn't taking me in the right direction. And so yes, was I, on the way to AA, no. But also, I, I was I was drinking more. I was drinking more excessively than I normally did. So he had every right to say, "Hey, you're alcoholic because you're drinking X, Y, and Z. Like, why do you have to drink every night? You no, know what I mean?" It was more. It was more because it's mindless. Well, it was mindless, but I'm. That's I'm, how I'm you going, end up. That's how you well, end up on. with an addiction. Yeah, but hold no. on. But I was just saying, like, I was, I, I understand why you, you pointed it out, but I was reflecting, thinking about why I was so upset about it. And I had to take a minute and, and think about why I was so upset about him saying what he said about me. And although there were certain things, there were certain signs for him, or I was acting in a way for him to have that assessment. So I think sometimes you have to take a step back and think, why am I so upset right now? Why am I so upset that he called me alcoholic? Why am I so upset that he called me stupid? Why am I so upset that he called me a slut? I mean, again, I'm a female, so that doesn't really go too well, but you know what I mean. Like, and he would never call me a slut, but you know, it, it, why is he call, why is he, he, he label, why is he labeling something 
that is making me so angry right now. And I think if people took the time to really think about that, then they would react better. Right. Because he cares. Because he cares. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Joe. And, 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 you know, he's hitting hitting your heart. Like, that could be OE right now that you're thinking right there. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, Joe. (laughs) Whatever. I only, I didn't drink OE. Listen, listen, mm-hmm. it's what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, your I mean, best friend, your best friend in the whole wide world is giving you a pull-up. Yeah. Okay. It's giving I mean, you a pull-up. You need to latch on to that pull-up. If you're drinking every day, if you're drinking every day, you're drinking OE, while I was rolls and everything else, and, and everything and anything else that, that they're drinking. So what it's a rum and coke. So what it's a wine. You know, he's saying that in love, right? <laughs> so I like. You're Joe, man. I agree with that, Joe. And I would like to throw the Darrell disclaimer in. That was years ago. <laughs> That's not me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. This thing's recorded. People, people listening to that don't know you. Like, man. This is- you don't know? Hey, man, that was me a couple years back, man. That was me a couple years back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to throw that out there. What's in your cup? She can't get me to go with a 40 now. Now she's upset. What's in your cup? Excuse me? What's in your cup? I didn't hear you. What? I can't drink Diet Pepsi. I can't drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't. I can't drink. Your, I need your wife to verify that. Yeah, but back on the topic, honey, I'm home. Back on the topic, I think, like we really, we really need to get to a place where we are. We are. We are at a place where we're having discussions and we actually look at the person that's in front of us. Yeah. Identify the person that's in front of us. How you got twenty? How you got rules for twenty-seven different people? You know, like we all know, the closer we are, the harder we talk to each other. Yeah, the more comfortable we are. Yeah, like with coworkers, we're kind of more political. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But with close friends, we call them all kinds of things for terms of endearment. So we really have to pinpoint when it's time to do so and when it's not, and that's identifying that there's another person standing in front of you. The relationship is not all about you. Right. Not all about how you feel. It's about how we progress. Mm-hmm. Once you join we, that's what it's about. How we progress. How we move forward. You know what I mean? We have some comments on the end, on the side. I know. Let me they see. Are you on Facebook? Well, yeah. Some of them kind of disappeared. But um, Fantasia, um, she was saying, she was laughing at the fact that um, about I said no AA meetings. <laughs> And Shamir said, get it out, Joe. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe had to put it out there. Um, what's going on on your end? I saw some comments come up. Yeah, Fantasia was saying the hardest thing in any relationship is realizing all the emotions are valid. No one wants to be told anything about themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- there's some truth to that. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of percentage that don't. 
anybody that wants to be in a real relationship, they want to hear everything about themselves. They want the feedback, yeah. They want the feedback because they want to be the best they can be. And they signed on with those people to walk through life with because they want to hear what they have to say. I know on my end, all that you judging me stuff, judge me, judge me harshly. I'm a part of your life and I can make you or break you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bring people into your life that's going to hurt you or I can protect you with, 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 with my life. So judge me harshly. Make sure you know what I bring to the table when I'm in your life. Because if any time I go wrong and I'm in a whole nother place, it's putting your life at risk and you don't deserve that. So I just want everybody to know that. Like if I make any independent decisions and decide to do something that is not appropriate or not on point, yo, judge me harshly. You know what I mean? Judge me harshly and make me walk the line and, and, and earn, earn my way back into your life. I think that's very important because I'm accountable. I believe in accountability. So, yeah, it's, impo it's important to be around people that are going to push for you to stay on the straight and narrow. I mean, it's all a choice. So we make choices every day to show up. But it's always, I know I prefer to be around people, even though it's not, it doesn't always feel the best. Because sometimes you want to do what you, selfish when you're when you're when you're moving from a selfish place, you want to do what you want to do. But when you're moving from a place of accountability, you want people who's going to keep you on that straight and narrow. And I realized through life that I gravitate to those type of people. The people that is going to let me walk all over them and let me do whatever I want is not the people for me. Because I want someone who's going to be tough enough to say, "Hey, you're bugging right now. You need to chill out. You said you're going to show up today, even well, though well. I." Yeah, I'm alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, like you let yourself go, you know, like whatever, whatever the truths are, the, whatever the truths are, it needs to be told. And I and I prefer to be around those people who's gonna pull the bandaid off, as opposed to be around people who's gonna tiptoe around me and my emotions because I have a strong personality. So I need people that I can't bulldoze over. I prefer to be around people who's gonna be able to hold people that have strong personalities. But yeah, who's gonna talk about defensiveness? Yeah. Right? So I mean, def being defensive is, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other topic on, on its own because when we think of defensiveness, I mean, obviously it's a part of arguing, it's a part of, but you can't even get off the ground when somebody's already defending themselves. My biggest Against question: you, yeah. How are you defending yourselves to your allies? Mm. Like they're your allies, but you're in defense mode. <laughs> Yeah, but what if your ally is in attack mode? Huh? What if your ally is in attack mode? That's a problem. Your ally. Like, yeah. Those are the questions you would have to think. If my ally is in attack mode, it's not attack mode. It's passion, and they're really trying to get the best out of me. That's how I'm looking at it. So There's no the way in hell I'm thinking my ally is ever against me. Okay. We may be wrong. The person may be wrong, but I do believe they believe what they're saying. Believe they're out to get me, so I, why would I ever get defensive? So you answered my question. Okay. Why would yeah, I ever get defensive? Ever? Well, like I believe in being uh, precise with your words. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when you use the example about how how Jerry's a lush and probably drinking no weed right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you be like you are alcoholic, like I probably wouldn't use those words even if I want to get that point across. I might, you know, what I'm saying, be more articulate with it. Like yo, you drink it a little bit too much these days. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? So like. My opinion is a right and a wrong way about how to address the situation because, you know what I'm saying, I believe that words got power. And sometimes when you when you place a person in a box by, by putting a label on them, 
know what I'm saying? Even if they even if they're displaying uh behaviors that match that label, that doesn't like calling them that label, you know what I'm saying, labels them. Like I don't I don't, like I wouldn't want to label you say you're an alcoholic, like you know what I'm saying? I I I'd rather say you're displaying behaviors of an alcoholic or you're drinking too much or you know what I'm saying, something along those lines. Drastic, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who's who's the best at choosing their words wisely? Like on earth. Well, who's the best? Politicians. Enough said. That's what I'm saying. You're a politician in your relationships. Your relationships is to kick off your boots and get comfortable in. They know who you are, they know your intentions. I see girls, you know when two girls is tight when they call each other the B word and nobody's upset. Mm. Yeah. Like, let's be clear here. It's it's derogatory, yes. But for them two, it's a term of endearment. They are in their own zone. You know they're cool, they're comfortable. So obviously I knew who I was talking to. I knew she needed a wake up call. I knew she needed I knew she needed a shock, something to shock her sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, what, what about you? What so about I, like obviously I know I know when to use things and when not to, but at okay. that particular time she needed things, she needed to, something to shock her system. You know what I mean? But I believe there's no there's no better line than the straight line. You always should be direct with your friend. Right. So I have a question. And it goes to Aziz and it goes to Aziz too. And it kind of piggybacks over drastic what you're saying. So I'm so sorry, Jerry, you're kind of scapegoat right now. But we're talking about uh, Jerry's alcoholism right now. So basically, so basically what I'm saying is, all right, if you're not, so if, if, if that's the word to tell her, if I think you bring a little bit too much, this is that and the third. Wouldn't that be considered What happened? I can't hear yeah. you. That's my question. Wouldn't that be considered um, passive aggressive? Which which is Yeah, I mean Yeah, it would be. It, I wouldn't say it's passive aggressive, it's saying the same thing. So like it's like it's like when somebody says, Yo, don't call them ugly, just say they're unattractive. The person hears the same thing. They're just looking good in front of the camera. That's all you're doing. In front of everybody else looking, you look good. But the person you're speaking to is the same thing. How do you dress up, you ugly? How do you dress it up? I'm not, not attracted. attracted to you. I'm not. I'm personally not attracted to you. I'm personally not attracted to you. What do they still hear? You could ask no, anybody else. But it doesn't mean you're ugly, though. You're not attracted to It doesn't necessarily mean they're ugly. Listen, it doesn't necessarily mean they're ugly. But what do they hear is what I'm saying. They're ugly. And if he's saying, I'm just not attracted to you, that's a whole different thing. There's a lot of people that's really attractive that I'm not attracted to. They're not okay. my team. So that person's not ugly, though, right? politician there, too. He's not just saying he's not attracted to her. He's really saying, how dare you walk up and talk to me because you're unattractive. There's a big difference between the two. So he's sparing, he's biting his tongue to spare the other person's ego. So he's an ego sparer. <clears throat> we're talking about but, uh, relationship. I'm not talking about, we're not talking about random people. You just walking up to some girl talking about you ugly. You, no, not don't go about it that way. But what I'm saying is if a person, you encounter a person and you truly want them to understand who you are, straightforwardness is the best way because they're going to get a clear understanding of what they're getting into. I don't want them to know that now what you really believe when we're in an argument or what you really believe when we're 
her to end the relationship. I want to date somebody that's sitting across from me telling me straight up what's going on. And let me assess the situation. Like, if she hurts my feelings, maybe she ain't the person for me. But if I now appreciate her being straight and being candid, then I'm ready for a long-term relationship because we're going to go through more than her verbally saying things to me. Like, this life is not pretty at times. Mm. So if you can't handle somebody being truly honest with you, your partner or your close friends, you ain't ready for them to shield you from this world. Because this, these are the people that's going to have your back. So you want to know that when they have your back, they straight with you. Not somebody yeah, I agree. that you walk down the street smelling the whole time. People talking about you because they don't want to hurt your feelings. But they just assassinated your whole character. They assassinated your credibility. So think about well, yeah. think about what well, you back, to Well, back to, what, so back, back to what Jurassic was saying about how he would have a different approach and choose his words wisely. I think if you would have told me the same thing, I would have justified my behavior like, no, I just have this drink because, you know, because it wasn't, you didn't necessarily call me alcoholic, which is the worst thing at that moment that I felt like I could have been called. And I would have just justified the behavior. But as he's pulling the bandaid off, it was like, whoa, what did you just, it's like he called me a crackhead. I was like, what did you just call me? You know what I mean? And then that took it, that, that made me take, it, it, I went through all the emotions. I was upset. And then once I, I, I finished being upset or entitled to feeling upset, then I started to address it. Then I started to address it with myself and really get to the root of it. But if he didn't call me an alcoholic, if he didn't pull that Band-Aid off, I think I would have just continued to justify the behavior because I would have, I would have, you would have said it casually or trying to, you know, still, consider my feelings and I would have just kind of stuck into that as well so sometimes like you have to know your, who you're dealing with you have to know some people need that pull the mandate off type of, of, of approach and some people may need the everyone should should go for honesty to be honest with you but some people like you can get baby better yield better results if you would have went around the ball and said hey you kind of displaying behaviors of an alcoholic but I would have just justified the shit out of that as he's calling me alcoholic, I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, because you're a Taurus. My son's a Taurus, and you know what I mean? When I'm dealing <laughs> with him, I got, I got to be very blunt, very direct. Yes. Otherwise, he's going to try to work the angle. So I get yes. it. I, th I think it depends on who you're dealing with, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some people, you might hit them with kick gloves, you know what I'm saying? And, and then rip the Band-Aid off later. Like, overall, like, I don't believe in being deceptive. You know what I'm saying? The point got to come across. But mm -hmm. if I don't got to be brutal with my approach i'm gonna avoid being brutal but if it's necessary to be brutal i will be brutal you know what i'm saying that's the that that's my approach personally when people use brutal honesty brutal is with intent brutal means the intent to harm okay. so brutal is not how it makes a person feel brutal is your intention so brutal is when they say you're brutally honest they're basically saying to you you intending to harm people straightforwardness if you if you ever look it up, it's absence of pretense. It's genuine. It's one of the greatest things you can be. Everybody should aspire to be a straightforward person. Can you can you picture society with all straightforward people? Like yeah. you have a great understanding of what's going on, but we have too many people. Well, if you look at it from this angle, and if you talk to this angle, but when you really look at getting healthy and, and exercising and 
it's kind of the similar thing. It's kind of like it's very narrow. Like good is very narrow. It's not all these things. Like Jerry said, we have a lot of brilliant people in this world, and they justify the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, when we start now, oh well. If you look at it from this and the way this person takes in the information, I'm like, my main question is, why are you in a relationship with somebody that you feel that you well, have the power to cripple them with your word? All about peace. She was coming to check on us. You're not in a relationship with an equal that doesn't don't hear your words, but hears your intentions. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. We're having we have relationships with people that we're not supposed to be in relationships with. They're not even yeah. equal. We're, we're helping them all the time. It's a codependency. So we're in it with them because, oh, well, they make me feel needed. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't need another person. You should want another person. Yeah. Right. The reason we all get in relationships is to motivate each other. To, we each have dreams and that chase those no. dreams together and tackle all those dreams together. If we spend more time worrying about who's feeling what way and what's going on, how we tackling things, how we raising our kids, how we doing all these things as a unit. Yeah, we should get in the we should get in the back and forth. We should get in the arguments because we know the person that we're arguing with is receptive to what we have to say, and we're receptive to what they have to say. We just disagree, and we're trying to find common ground. Because that's what the tool was used for. The love snob. Yeah, love snobs, love snobs. But the two <laughs> tools was used. I'm I'm telling my daughter where I'm at. <laughs> the tools was used. Go ahead, go ahead. Darrell, you like breaking up? I can't hear you, Darrell. Yeah, you're breaking up. Right, let me check my connection. You still can't hear me? You sound better now. I can hear him. I can hear him. Can you hear me now? I can hear. Can you guys hear me now? You're still cutting out a little bit. All right. Um, So I'm going to say real quick, hopefully you can hear me. Um, You brought up a good point. Can you please repeat the definition you used? To be brutally honest, I have a friend who I thought was a good friend because he's so honest, but your definition is definitely making me think about his honesty. And I have a friend who's listening right now. She knows what I'm talking about. Can you repeat your definition real quick? Of being, of being, uh, you said something about a person being brutally honest is this. Yeah. It's about intent. Yeah. When brutally, when somebody's telling you being brutally honest, they pass aggressively saying you have the intent to hurt them, to harm them. When you're just being honest and straightforward, you're not being brutal. You're just being direct. Okay. Which is the most efficient way to communicate. Once we start sprinkling in, yo, you know, you got to look at other people's feelings and take, we start believing we gods. We got control over how another person feels. That person feels this way about themselves from the beginning. If you ever talk to a confident person, you feel like you can unload on them. I know I get it all the time. You know what I mean? People talk to me all kinds of ways. Because they think, oh, we can't harm this person. I have feelings too. But I'm more worried about what you have to say and why you're saying it. So I don't have time to be worrying about how I feel more than how can we connect 
or are we disconnected? I'm looking at where we're moving. Are we moving forward or are we moving backward? Or are we at a standstill? You see what I'm saying? So that's the difference. But that's my little brutally honest little feedback. But my question for Darrell is, the person that you're talking about, did you label the person brutally honest or they themselves said that they were brutally honest? Because saying that you're brutally honest, like some people, it, it's cliche, you know what I mean? To talk about the people that are honest. So I think that sometimes it's not used in the right context. So I, is it because they were the most honest person around you, which is why they said it, they were brutally honest? Or was it because their intention was to always hurt you through telling you the truth? I mean, I'm not saying it's necessarily with me. It's just, I, so, I, okay. So this person, it was just a circle I was hanging out with, right? So, for, for example, let's say a person is 500 pounds. Okay, a person is 500 pounds. Yeah, obviously, uh, oh, yeah, you're breaking up again. Health condition. So, Darrell, Darrell, uh, you're breaking up. I'm sorry. I don't know. Is that um? If if, if that still um, up now? police are coming behind him, he's probably getting a lot of interaction from um, um police. No, that's that's a, that's it here. Darrell, talk. See if we can hear you. Yeah, can you hear me now? It seemed a little better. All right, um, I'll try to make it as fast as I possibly can. Uh, I just have a friend who, in my opinion, so I would call him brutally honest. Say a person's 500 pounds, they're obviously, you know, they got health conditions. So instead of being uplifting to a person, you know, call this person fat or, or uh, you know, like, like, like stuff like that. And my response then was like, like, damn, bro, like you, like really honest to this person. Instead of giving this person words of encouragement, we're saying it in a different way. This person's fat. So that's my. So that would be my definition of being brutally honest. Well, okay. I feel disrespectfully honest. I mean, but can this person word. defend them? Defend themselves? Mm. That's what yeah. the question would be to you. Right. Like, why do you naturally believe that this person had? Has it you to come to the defense defend themselves where you got to come to their defense because I had a co-worker that was really big as well but she was confident she wore it and we talked about it all the time people around us was uncomfortable she wasn't right because she I could defend myself I got a problem I'm gonna say it then we go back and forth all the time mm-hmm. yeah but then also like what's the goal for him saying oh you 500 pounds you that's where the I mean, big like that's like is he is he trying to be disrespectful? Is he trying to make her feel bad, or is he trying to you know bring awareness to it? Like your health is endangering, you should do something about it. Definitely. You know what I mean, like, what's the goal? What's the motive? What's what's the intention? Mm-hmm. Well, intention does play a role, but the reality is the person is fat. So I know that if I I I know when it comes to weight and stuff like that, it gets to like this weird place, um, because it's a sensitive topic. But I think that in order for you to get to the root of the issue, you have to call it what it is, you know what I mean? And not run from what it is. Now, if the person is saying it because they're being nasty or their intention is off and they're not in the person's best interest, then yeah, then I could see it being an issue. But we should be able to call 
the person what it is because that's the person what overweight is better you know what i mean like it's still it's still it's still the 500 person the 500 pound person is still 500 pounds and they're not slim you know what i mean so i think that depending on who this person is in their lives if it's a co-worker then you stay away from things like that probably if you guys don't have a friendship but if it's somebody in your personal life like you should be able to say hey you know you you know i see you as fat everyone else sees you as fat and own it because that's how you get your confidence is by owning self-confidence exactly and owning it build confidence through self-awareness exactly so the reality is he or she is fat so the 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 first thing is owning it and and taking responsibility for that and then you could chip away at the layers and get them to where they need to be but if everyone's running 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 away from the truth and running away from making some uh, the person feel uncomfortable then how are they really in that person's best interest to help them get to where they need to go and the worst thing you can do for a person is make them it's pity them yeah Yeah. exactly the case the worst emotion is pity i'm letting you know that Mm -hmm. that's the worst thing you can do for somebody compassion is different pity whole different understanding already says to me we now on the same level Mm-hmm. So how are we friends? Yeah. I see something, but I can't say something. But I'm so fearful that I will break you. Yeah, nobody wants to be around a person. We're dealing with equal relationships. We're dealing with healthy relationships. It's all about feeling comfortable in your space and having free freedom to speak and have any discussion come up and engage in any discussion a very important place of freedom that's a very important attribute you have to have it if you don't have it you're not in a free relationship where you can come home and y'all can get into anything and have a discussion about anything how is that relationship how is that relationship not free but everybody's so scared of their truths mm-hmm. everybody has secrets everybody pride themselves on keeping secrets that's why arguments go left. Mm-hmm. That's why things get nasty. Everybody's doing you a favor by not saying things. That's why it comes out in a nasty way. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, because are you truly doing somebody a favor by not really telling them what's on your mind or attacking an issue or addressing something? Like when, Especially if it's going to come out in another way 10 times harder than it would have if you would have took out the time to have the conversation. People don't even know that you argue with people because you care about them. They don't even yeah. know that. Because we don't argue with, like, I'm not arguing with nobody I could care less about. Yeah, me either. Like, whoever evokes emotion, I'm guaranteeing those are people I really care for. Or cause I care for, you know? So I'm sure in the courtroom I will argue. I'm sure, you know, like, if it's a cause or something I truly believe in, of course, I'm going in. But at the same time, Everything is for a destination. Everything's to resolve it. Not for my own personal gain. Not for me to feel like, yeah, I topped another person. Not for not um, for competition purposes. Everything is, where are we going? Like, let us know where we're going. I disagree with you. You disagree with me. Let's find a common ground. You might be right at the end. I follow your lead. I might be right at the end. You follow my lead. We mm-hmm. might have to find somewhere in the middle. The point is, are you willing to put in the work with me to maintain this relationship? Or are you just going to close up? Because the more you close up, the further we get. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that stay in those relationships. 
well, you know, I just don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Unhealthy. <laughs> Unhealthy. You're and it gonna drift away or explode. Yeah. Unhealthy. It continues. And they I, we talk to a lot of people. So I done I done got you know, I done got cursed out a lot of times. Like you don't care about people, you be cutting people off, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, if you're you're gonna make me a worse version of myself, what you think I'm gonna do? Gonna be out. No saying. Yeah. I'm smart. I'm not gonna stay in a relationship and wind up getting a domestic violence charge or wind up, you know, striking one of my friends and you can't recover from that. You can't recover for that. And I don't dec- I don't condone violence at all. So I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't condone the fact that, you know, self-defense, but I don't condone violence, like all out violence. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you have to really look at and assess your relationships. If you're done arguing, you really need to look in the mirror, your relationship's probably over. Mm-hmm. If you still have that fire to argue with the person, then you're fighting for your relationship. And you just have to do it in a, product- a productive way. And be fair. Like really assess the situation and really work towards a common goal. And really work yeah. not to just be validated, but to validate the relationship. To have a destination, to have a point. A point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, we put so much into relationships that the the, the least, and not even the least, the foundation that should be put down is that everyone should be able to be themselves everyone should be able to to say what's on their mind and everyone should be moving toward having healthy relationships and having effective com- um, communication. Because again, like if we can't be ourselves with the people that we are putting all our time into, then what are we living for? You know what I mean? Like if we're not connecting and truly connecting by having those conversations and being allowed that space to have that conversation, then why are we even coexisting? So I think that, you know, it's really important to not only, you know, have those hard conversations, but always, you know, keep an open mind, not even an open mind, but just be, set the foundation so that when two people are going, when two people are going into the relationship and things get a little rocky, you guys have a roadmap to where you guys want to be. And I think just setting that up in the beginning is really what's going to benefit the, the, the overall relationship. Definitely. Everybody on Facebook, if you didn't share it yet, Share it. Yeah, share share the link. Um, I know there was a lot of comments on Facebook. Some of them disappeared, and I couldn't really get to all of them. Yeah, but thanks everyone for showing up. Neither they was writing. Yeah, I know the panel. <laughs> yeah, but thanks Good everyone for showing up. So intense. Yeah. Trying to educate. Do you know any of the fellas have anything else to say? Any more comments? Anybody have something to say in the comments section? Well, I was um, I was definitely educated. As what up point and um, stuff that I should hold on to, you know, because a lot of, th- a lot of things that you guys said you know, attaches to me, and like I said, you know, oh, appreciate you guys. A month old, y'all didn't have the that I was on time today, or. But I love y'all. Love y'all drastic. Love. Salute, my nigga. I mean, uh, I'm bad for the language. <laughs> you gonna hear me right now? <laughs> you gonna hear me right now? 
But this is not a <laughs> podcast. This is just let's talk. Let's talk relationships with the love snobs. Our podcast is on accountablelove.com. Yeah, so if you guys want to be a guest, let us know and we could set that up. I know Darrell. Inbox us. Please. Y'all have your own space, your own time. We'll just be sitting there chopping it up, talking about relationships. How often are y'all coming out with new episodes? I mean, we just came out with one. Okay. Recently. So y'all can get on and then we're going to really get in into things with, you know, with the particular person. So it's bigger mm-hmm. than the topic. We get to really have the discussion with different people and talk to them about their past, their past relationships. Like our podcast, we get a little bit, you know, we ask the questions, but it's a, it's not like an interview. You know, we like to have discussion. Yeah, it's a discussion. You don't want to just invite people to interview them and constantly ask them a bunch of questions, even though that's interesting. Too many people are doing it. We want to have yeah. a discussion where it naturally flows and we naturally, you know, get involved. We're not just asking questions. Y'all comment on some of the things we say. We comment on some of the things y'all say. You know, it's like it's like that. So, you know, the Accountable Love podcast, check it out. We all over yeah, the place. Spotify, uh, Heart Radio. YouTube. YouTube. All over. I'm going to have to get caught up. I know I was on it at one point. I was checking out every episode. I guess, you know what I mean? I'm going to have to go back and... Uh, and find all the episodes I missed now. Yeah, but you could definitely be on. Just, just yeah, you'll be a guest, Justin. Let us know when, when you have time, because I know your schedule is kind of... Huh? No, I'm um, kind of like drastic. I'm trying to do the same thing. Y'all got to invite me to New York. Yeah, I mean, right oh, now... Are you trying to come to New York? Yeah, right now we do... I mean, I'm up there a lot for some other reasons, but yeah, you know. Yeah, but, you know, anybody's welcome to be a guest. Anybody that's ready for, you know, to start equal and healthy relationships, you know. Anybody that's ready to look forward to building a life with, with people and building that village and raising their kids, kids in that village. And, you know, it starts off from that. And everybody, you know, it just gets bigger and bigger. And that's oh, yeah, yep. our goal is love is a group journey. Yeah, I highly respect yeah. the movement that of which our brand stands for and represents, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a lane that needs to be addressed and, and a lot of people need it and want it. You know what I'm saying? Like, who don't want healthy relationships? But, Definitely. you know, like, nobody knows how, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. having a discussion is very important, you know what I'm saying? And I like what y'all doing, you know what I'm saying? Keep it, keep up the good work, you know? Well, thank you, Jastic. We appreciate you for showing up every week and supporting. No doubt. So this is a little we love, today. I'm definitely love. You guys are, um, that's great. That's great. You know, um, <laughs> like I said earlier, I, I'm running, I'm running to get this, getting on. And y'all make fun of me. Y'all make fun of me for getting on early, but that's all right. I no, got make fun of you. We, 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 no, we didn't make fun of you. We gave you props. Yeah, we gave you props. Props. 
appreciate it. We appreciate it that you made it on time. You know, you you guys are great, and uh, you know, and I'm enjoying it. You know, I got my doing her thing. You know, so I hope I hope you you know I hope you can all the sides. That one side. For this over. Oh, good. And just know that we, you know, we haven't, we getting a new site made. So we're going to have a yeah. new, brand new clean website. Love is a group journey. And we have sessions, honorable parenting, one-on-one sessions, six-week Friends group. and couple sessions. You, you build with strangers and you learn how to be accountable in love. And we have friend and couple sessions. You could come with your friends. If you and your friends are having issues, mm. you know, you book session case by case. You know what I mean? So if y'all really need to resolve stuff, y'all need mediators, y'all need people to help y'all step-by-step step through certain things, we here for y'all, you know? So, you know, it's about that time. Maybe we got two minutes left, but we're going to leave early. We do appreciate yeah. y'all. We hope everybody out there stays safe. You know what I mean? Darrell, we know what you're doing. Keep doing doing what you're doing, speaking up. Love. And, and, and I appreciate that. You, know that you got your ears to the streets. So, you know, keep it up. Now, you know, we're stronger united. Just remember that. We're always stronger united. We got to always find a way. We don't want to court. And if we don't want to court, nothing can stop you. You get what I'm saying? Hold on. Um, real quick, Khadib, that was. Huh? I love y'all to death. You know, when every week I say that, and every week I mean it. And I truly love y'all to death, y'all. What love is, Joe. You can't love us yet. Yeah, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Y'all know us to love us. Okay. <laughs> y'all know us to love us. But yeah. Um, what you were saying? I'm a Z's. No, but yeah. I was going to say thank you. Referring to some, I appreciate that love. I really do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Anytime, man. Anything positive, we can. All right, y'all. All right, thank you. If you guys want to share, share the link. Yep, good night, everybody. Another great discussion. Thank you, guys. Bye. All right,